chronic, it got a nigga obsessed. All I can do is think about it and putting it in my chest. Feeling it in my lungs, that chronic, it got me sprung. Keeping me feeling numb, been smoking since I was young. Living the highlight, get your mind right. Give me the light so I can ignite this hydro and take flight. Swear, ain't no better feeling than your first hit. Puff, puff, pass, man, I wrote this blood perfect. Eyes bloodshot like a red dot. Good afternoon. You're listening to Cannabis Corner on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, broadcasting live from downtown New Haven. We are streaming live on TuneIn Radio and NewHavenIndependent.org. We're also streaming live video on Facebook and YouTube. Just go to your Facebook page, look us up, and hit see first to see and hear all the great programs. We have here on WNHHLP. And just a reminder, Cannabis Corner is also streaming live on the Greenhaven Media Facebook page and ProCannabisMedia.com. Welcome, everybody. It is Monday, February the 5th, 2024. I am your host, Joe Lachance, and welcome to Cannabis Corner. I am joined here just in time. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect timing, Joe. Perfect timing. <laughs> By my lovely co-host, Miss Kristen Souza. How are you today, Kristen? I am good. And unfortunately today, our good friend and our other co-host, Uncle Lou, is not going to be joining us. He is in the hospital uh, with his son. Uh, and I don't know what he uh, what he's there for, but just want to send good vibes and prayers out to Lou and his son, you know, for a speedy recovery and whatever he's going through. And uh, so today it's you and me, Kristen, and our good friend Jade, and we're going to have a good time. We're going to smoke some weed and and talk about edibles and and have a grand old time. But first, I want to talk about what happened last week, last Wednesday, at the Burn and Learn Center. We had our first ever Let's Talk About Weed um, panelist discussion. And I thought it went fabulous. I, I was so impressed. We had five really really great speakers who all had something different to contribute about different aspects of the industry and different things they work in with cannabis and other plants and how they heal people and you know the differences between plant healing and natural healing and then what the medical monopoly gives us and it was such a beautiful thing to see um, you know, we had really five medical professionals who have moved away from the traditional medicinal standpoint and moved into something more natural. And I think it was a point I made there that night that struck me was that, you know, really the solution to our health and, and to our, a lot of our world's problems is for us to look backwards, to move forward. So a lot of the things that we used in the past actually worked and they were discarded <clears throat> for modern day science, uh, you know, sometime at the turn of the century, you know, early 1900s, the Industrial Revolution pretty much did that 
turn uh, medicine from medicine to drugs, you know, healing into treatment. Um, it turned, you know, cannabis, you know, obviously hemp went from hemp to oil and petroleum and all that. And all these things that they said were such modern innovations that were going to make our life so much freaking better really didn't in the long run, wasn't good for our planet, wasn't good for our health, wasn't good for the people's mental health in, in general, you know, because they also changed mental health. They threw away ancient wisdom, which really had all the answers. And I'm not talking Bibles and things like that. Ancient wisdom really had all the answers, threw it away for psychiatry, which is a scientific approach, which isn't healing people. People have to go to it for years and they're still mentally screwed up. So I think we have to look back to the past, to what worked, to 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 change the future. It's, it, really it's, it's, it's a large, it's a big vision, but this is the truth in all ways. Grow our own food, all this kind of stuff. We have to go back to that. And a lot of that is uh, is what I, I saw that, that night and I heard from a lot of the... Uh, a lot of the participants and the people in the audience, too. We had great participation. A lot of questions were asked. A lot of connections were made. A lot of faces that you don't normally see out there were all in one room. And it was a beautiful thing. It warmed my heart. And I'm looking forward to the next one that we're doing at the end of the month. Absolutely. February, February 28th at the Burn and Learn Center. It'll be Let's Talk About Weed and Activism and Advocacy. So how you can make the change? How do you make the change in the laws? And how do you make the change to free the plant even further? I think it's going to be great. We're going to have representatives from the Canna Warriors and, you know, all kinds of different organizations that uh, handle all different areas of the community um, and the activism, supporting rights for people, human rights. You know, that's what activism is about. Supporting freedom and human rights. <clears throat> and that's what we're all about. So that's going to be a great panel. That's February 28th, end of the month. It's a we a monthly series. Let's talk about weed. Every month will be a different topic. Great way for you to get to know the community and learn something and maybe get active. So every month, last Wednesday of the month, this month will be the 28th. There's my plug. I'm taking up the time of the corner because there's other events going on that we got to talk about. You were this, not taking up the time. That was all fantastically said. And sometimes I have accurate. to pontificate. As you should. <laughs> <laughs> As Go you should. Well done. <laughs> I couldn't have said I'm going to take a hit off my non-existent bong. Oh, actually, you can kind of see him. There he is, Gordy, the famous alien bong, who makes oh, his appearances on Chaz and AJ. I'm going to take a hit <laughs> while you talk Love and it. Uh, tell us about the great things happening this week. There are a bunch of great things happening this upcoming week, actually. Um, so we mentioned it last week, but just to reinvite folks to the uh, Bacon Bowl that is happening at Bolero in the Milford Orange area. Um so, yeah, that is $15 per person. You can join a team or or create your own team of four, but it's 420 friendly, not required, you know, and it's just a really good time to get together and just, I've seen I some. I went last week. 
Yeah, I was going to say, I've seen some pictures with Joe and them. I went last week. How'd it was great. They had a great turnout. A lot of yeah. people. There's still a few spots available. If you want to go bowl and burn, we did both. We bowled and then we burned outside. They had a really nice heated tent. People hanging out in there, just chilling and doing their thing, if you know what I mean. And it was nice. And they had a great participation. I saw Paul from Dab and Dad there. A lot of people I haven't seen in a while. Go on up to Bolero tonight. And even if you don't bowl, just go chill. Yeah, go bake. Exactly. You can bake and not bowl, you know. And they got food up there. They got drinks if you want to drink. And it's a good time. It's a cool place, too, that's clean, nice. So check it out. Bolero. I might stop up there tonight, too. I probably will. And refresh my memory, Joe. What time? Uh, I want to 6.30, I believe. 6 o'clock, yeah. But you can check out the, um, you know, the graphic at either their Instagram or go to Burn and Learn Center. Also has fun. a graphic for them. I recommend yeah. it. So that's a really great one. Um, actually, speaking of Burn and Learn, on Wednesday, they're doing a Mushrooms 101 seminar um, that's hosted by mm -hmm. Carrie Ann. She's one of the co-owners of the Burn and Learn Center. And it's just going to be a really great kind of informative, lively discussion on the use of mushrooms for medicinal purposes and gourmet purposes. Um, but that starts at 630. So that'll be at their location in North Branford. I want to thank Carrie Ann for providing the food also at the uh, Let's Talk About Weed event. It was really yeah. good, really good food. Very nice. Carrie spread. Ann provided that, and she also took the photos. And I will be there Wednesday night if you want to come and say hi. I'm going to be learning about mushrooms because I am going to start getting into psychedelic healing. I love I that. I got to take it to the next level, baby. No, so, everyone should check this out. It's going to be great. And obviously, it's a great spot. So, yeah, for sure. Come check um, it out. What else we got? What else do we have? On uh, Saturday, uh, February 10th, Cushion Cauldrons is doing a Valentine's party at Wholeness House. And they're going to be having mocktails, henna, live music. Uh, good segue to introduce our girl here. Uh, Jade will be doing tacos at that event. Mm -hmm. uh, so that'll be on, what did I say, Saturday? Saturday night? Yeah, I'll Saturday be night. Well, guess what? Who's going to be there with a table? So, this Corner Radio. And Kristen, obviously, you are invited to come or whatever. We can have some products from you, but... Cannabis Corner Radio is going to be chilling at the Cushing Cauldrons event because yeah. I told you plant medicine, baby. Absolutely. And I also think that on the 8th is the CCSBA meeting, Zoom meeting. Mm -hmm. If you want to know more about that, find out. Cool. And then I think there's a, one more event. The only other thing I wanted to mention um, was that on Sunday, um, Connecticut will be doing another one of their hikes starting at 1 p.m. They have not mentioned the location yet. So this is like fresh news. Um, but check out their Instagram and they'll they'll, you know, let folks know where exactly the hike is happening. But that'll be on Sunday. Um, They're fun, guys. Yeah. And then what else we got? Uh Wait, well, Warehouse 860, Super Bowl. I forgot Super Bowl is this weekend. Yes, it is on I Sunday. I want to talk to you about Super Bowl real quick, but tell us a little <laughs> bit about what Warehouse 860 is doing on Super Bowl. Yeah, they actually have a pretty cool event. So it's their Super Bowl extravaganza. Um, it's going to be free entry. 
and the doors open at 5 p.m. So it, it's 420 friendly. They're going to have food, drinks, raffles. Um, that spot is in Hartford and it's a very cool location. It's kind of like tucked down this little sidewalk that you wouldn't suspect. And then Which when is you good. go in, yeah. <laughs> and then when you get inside, it's, you know, it's got an upper level that kind of overlooks a, uh, I don't know, dance floor stage, whatever you want to call it. And like little, is it little green hidden rooms kind of, yeah, there's the yeah. green screen. It's a very there's a history cool spot. behind that spot. I, I was talking to the owner when, Connecticut had the party there. For those yeah, of you who went, it's the party. same spot where the Connecticut holiday party was. But that is what they call a creative house. Um, so yeah. what people do in there, that's why you saw a green screen wall and then a black screen wall and then a white screen wall. Yeah. Um, and they had it set up. So people actually create content there for the internet. And then upstairs, if you know, they had a whole recording studio up there. There's actually two recording studios. So CJ, no, we're going to talk to you about Warehouse 860. Because I, I, I know you're big and in, involved in that. Because I like that spot. I like what they do. And it's a good spot if you want to hold an event there. I do believe they rent it. But the yeah. last time I went there, I, with that Connecticut party, I had a great time. And, I, and it was a really dope, dope spot. You should check it out. That's where we actually met Jade. So, all right, that's Super Bowl. We got a lot of good stuff this weekend. You know, you may see me there, too, depending on what's going on over here. If it's not a cool party, I'll leave it and come see the Warehouse 860. <laughs> all right. See, <laughs> anything else, Kristen? It is next week, but just a quick kind of put it on your radar. The Brantford Town Merchants are doing a winter sale. So that's not all just cannabis businesses, um, but our friend Duncan over at Better Ways LLC is participating. So that's Main Street up and down Brantford. And all of the local small businesses um, are offering sales and discounts and things of that nature. So that'll be on Monday. You know? Well, that's cool. I, I Believe it or not, my cousin has a small business down there. It's uh Salon Massimo, and he is the neighbor of Duncan. That is my cousin. Oh, see, perfect. And <laughs> so great. go support small businesses in Brantford. Go support Duncan. Go get a haircut with my cousin, or at least buy some shampoo. And uh, yeah, it's important. And you know what? Love that's it. what it's all about. The state of Connecticut is not for small business. They will find a way to put you out of business and put a chain or a corporate in your place. So we have to support as people and the community support the small businesses. And that does not include just cannabis businesses. That includes all small businesses. You know, you right. do really want your only choice to be Amazon someday or your only choice to be Walmart someday. You right. know, do you really want to only buy your food from, uh, you know, whoever stop and shop? Come on, we got to support local farmers. We got to support local craft fairs, even your local church. If they're having a, a bazaar, go buy the. I, you know, I've made a commitment now. No more new appliances. No more new clothes. I'm buying everything recycled. Everything. I I really feel like it's important to support the community. So if you know somebody who's got an old crock pot and you want to make some butter or something, you know what? They want 10 bucks right. for it. Give them the 10 bucks instead of giving Walmart 20. 
You know, I mean, you're going to get a good crock pot, $10. And you're supporting your friend. Maybe they need it to help pay the rent. You know, these people have tag sales and yard sales for a reason. They need the money. Support them. Help them out. These small little thrift stores, they're, you know, whatever. Help them out. Buy the, some stuff from them. No, nope, Otherwise, they're going to starve. Right. You know, you, you see... You were in the center of Middletown. A lot of small businesses. How many of them went out of business since you, even you were there, including oh, yourself? Lord. A lot. You, you know, everybody's ordering online. Let's get an Amazon. Nah, nah, nah. You know, but, and you I'm know, ashamed and your friends to admit. are starving. Your community members are starving here. So we supporting gotta, local is is super important. Yeah, and supporting I, I was, people is yeah. super important. Refresh people. That. It's about us. It's about humanity. It's right. about people. It's not about corporations. Right. They're about money. We're human beings with lives. Boy, I'm really on a roll. So <laughs> with is that, there anything else, Kristen? It made my heart beat. As um, far as events, no, I think we nailed most of them. So yeah, just uh, you know, anything that we mentioned, kind of loop back on that. We got the bowling, the the Christian cauldrons with Jade here. Um the, the Super Bowl event at Warehouse 860, uh, the shopping in downtown Brantford, and then, of course, the Connecticut Cannabis Small Business Alliance has their monthly meeting um, the second Thursday of each month. So you can go to the website and get more information on that if you're interested in attending yeah. the meeting. And I want to plug the Canna Warriors. They're doing a ton of hard work. Please go to their Facebook page. Join their group. They are setting up a new website now. It's First very important. Oh, and yes, their lobby day. Thank you. I'm glad we ended with this. Their yeah. lobby day is this Wednesday up there. It is the first day of session. It is a very important day because actually the legislators come out of their offices and <laughs> hang out in the lobby and you can talk to them. So if you know who your legislator is or you know the players are, you can go up there and actually ambush them. So it is actually a good day to go up there. I, unfortunately, will not be there. I have done my time going up there uh, with them, and I prefer not to go into the snake pit anymore. But those <laughs> of you who that. do, go on up there, be friendly at first, and then hit them in the head. No, um, <laughs> absolutely not. Figuratively, <laughs> figuratively, not literally. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Be nice, obviously. smile at him, and then go, you son of a bitch. Anyway, that's what I used to do. Uh, I used to look at him, smile at him, and say, what the hell are you doing? What are you thinking? Seriously? I mean, I, you have to talk to him that way. Like, you're, you're not, they're not no better than you. They're no big deal. Seriously, that's how I used to talk to them. Seriously, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you. So really, you really thinking like that? Anyway, here comes Jay. No, most of them. No, very <laughs> few of them are good. Most of them are bad. You have it all wrong. When you find the diamonds, those are the ones you polish and you hang out with. All right, I'm spoiled. The other one ones are nothing but the opposite of diamond. And Fair. I'm not going to say the Fair. word. So, Cole, Cole, how about that? Any hoodle. Any who. I want to introduce Jade. I want to chat with her. I know she's an interesting person. And I want to talk food. Because Jade doesn't know. I started out as a chef. 
and career in my life. So here is Chef Jay Jordan, a CT catering chef specializing in pastries and all things infused. Now, Jade has been cooking since she could reach the stove. She got her passion for food from her grandmother and her mother and her aunts. She's worked under some of the world's top celebrity chefs, such as Wolfgang Puck, Roy Yamaguchi, and Goy Leroy. Jade was inspired by the passion for food and life that brought us the late, great Anthony Bourdain, and he was a big influence on her and the likes of Julia Child on how silly she and grand she was at cooking. This all inspired Jade to start her own catering, cannabis-themed infused catering company, Jade's Jaded Cakes and Catering. Jade Jordan, welcome to the show. How are you today? One of the best chefs out there of infused food that I have tasted. Who food gets you wrecked? Jade, how are you today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm glad to have you on tonight. Um, so Jade's cake, Jaded Cakes and Catering. Tell us a little bit about the story of how that got started because obviously you weren't always into the cannabis infused stuff. You work with some of these great chefs. Did you go to school? I mean, believe it or not, I actually worked with Wolfgang Puck out in California when I was in the catering business. I did a huge party with him and it was great. It was one of the best parties I ever did. On a regular, um, I worked Were you out in California then? I was actually in Denver when I worked for him. Okay, um, so he did a little stand out there. He had a cafe out there um, on the 16th Street Mall in Denver. And I was one of the pastry chefs there. But I did pizzas and pastries, and they moved me around the kitchen a lot. I was one of their corporate trainers. Um, oh, okay. And I used to travel for them. Nice. So you got to go around the country, around the world. Yeah, I got to open up Florida. I got to open one in um, the Carolinas. Yeah, we they sent me around. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but that's an exciting career, isn't it? It was fun. You know, I, I, I enjoyed it until I was ready to have my babies. <laughs> ah. Now, how... It how is he to work for? I mean, like I said, I worked for him that one night. I was a, a hot, for hire like, waiter, but he was very organized and, and he didn't seem he like a mean guy. <laughs> he is very organized and he's really not a mean guy if you follow how he teaches you. If you don't, right. then he turns into Dexter from Dexter's Lab. <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. <laughs> Only one I can explain it. He would literally yell at people, "You idiot!" That's fantastic. <laughs> and he sounds just like Dexter from Dexter's Lab. I used to have to walk off the line, <laughs> just not to like bust out laughing. He'd uh, start gotta... and I would just walk off the line. <laughs> Go hide in the bank for a little bit. I'm back. I really love yeah, but there's yeah. really something to be said about being trained under a master. Like, he has a method to his madness. And if you yeah. show it this way, do it this way. Right. <laughs> I'm the same way. I really am. Like, people that I've trained underneath me, they know that I had, like, a certain way of teaching them. And just follow it. 
<laughs> and it's it's like a formula. Look, I learned don't this try to formula. Don't try to do that. Just yeah. do it the way you were taught. <laughs> and you learn the formula. It becomes a formula, like you said, from a yeah. master. You can't get much yeah. better. And, and then I you mean, got the I other guys you studied so under. under yeah. And Gila Rue is his best friend. Who? And Gee, uh, Guy Leroy. Is, oh, Guy Gila Leroy. Rue. Okay, it's, yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a French name. It's Gila Rue. But he he was the same way. And But, you know, they used to go out with us in the afternoon. Like, in the evenings when we were done, they would be like, come on, guys, let's go to the bar. Let's go have a couple of drinks. Let's shoot and pool. Then, yeah, they're the nicest people in the world okay. because they can separate okay. business. Yeah, from, and like when I worked for, Roy, for Roy's, I worked for Roy's in Phoenix. It was after I left Denver, I moved to Phoenix, and I got the job at Roy's. I was a pastry chef there. We used to get like the top celebrities that came through Phoenix would come to our restaurant all the time. Wow! And they would like call ahead and be like, "Hey, you know, can you let the pastry chef know that uh, I'd like to have this dessert that I had the last time I was there." And they we would basically cater to the celebrities that were coming through. Like my menu changed every week. I used to set up the menu. Like we had four items that were on the menu solid. Right. And then we could come up with four specials for the week. Oh, very cool. So tell us some of the cool stuff you came up with. I want to see these things infused. (laughs) Like, no, I'm telling you, Jade, like a really high-end dinner. I'm visualizing it. I had an ice cream machine. And I used to make it. I had an ice cream machine. Oh. To make ice cream in an hour. Oh, wow. So we would make our own flavors. Like, I came up with, like, different, like, I used to make, like, a white chocolate macadamia coconut and pineapple ice cream. Oh, that sounds amazing. That's and that infused. <laughs> it was, like, oh. a white chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream, basically. Oh, summer's coming, Jade. Where do we I get know, a hold really of one of these for you? I'm working on trying to get an ice cream machine. <laughs> I'm going to look. I'm going to put that out there into the universe. Send Jade a nice ice cream machine. I could see it at events. Couldn't you? I do. Mm. I do do ice pops during the summer that are infused. Oh, good. I can't wait. And I make like coquito pops and stuff uh-huh. like that. Now you're getting to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you've had a, a quite a vast experience. How did you I get started? Did you go to school? I mean, um, this is I big time I stuff. In the I learned in the industry. Like I went to school for six months, but then I had to go home because my mom needed me. And I didn't yes, finish college. I understand that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I get that. I was six months at New England Culinary. Um, I did have, I, I, I did take the uh, chocolate class with Marcel Desonia when he oh, was nice. there, which was amazing. I learned a lot about, you know, tempering and taking care of chocolate and just the whole process. Right, right, so, right. Well, that like, pays like, off now in the yeah, future. It, it does. It does. And, and, you know, having worked under so many wonderful people, I learned a lot. Right. And I love, like, I'm one of those people that, Teach me. I love to learn. I, right. I love to absorb all of that. So for me, like, I like going to the farmer's market and getting fresh vegetables right. instead of the grocery store and getting those vegetables. I love farm to table. My ultimate goal is actually a farm to table type of consumption lounge. Right. Let's find a farm for oh, you. That's dope. I want to <laughs> do like 
You know the old school cigar bars with the lush chairs. Yeah, imagine like, a farm destination. Like, could you imagine just being able to go to a nice consumption lounge, sit back, smoke a can of gar, and have an amazing meal? Yeah, it would be so, you know, to me, that is the ultimate. It's cannabis consumption lounges, cannabis tourism, yeah. cannabis hotels, cruises, all these kind of things that revolve around food and entertainment and that usually have booze, booze, booze. Let's have booze. No, let's have weed, weed, weed. I stopped drinking a long time ago. Me too, me too. I do do drink every once in a while now, but it's not like something that I pick up on a regular. When I lived in Arizona, I had an alcohol problem. Right. That's the restaurant business, so Jade, between you and I. I was in an unhappy environment. Yeah. Yeah husband and i was working all the time so after work we'd go to the bar that's what happens that i mean a lot of people don't know but i spent the first eight years of my career in the restaurant business that's how i got into catering and work with wolfgang and all that eight actually was longer than that because i started in the kitchen moved my way out of the kitchen like i started into the front i moved to the front i started out in a denny's when i was in high school I was in an Italian restaurant. Yeah, no. So I. that's why when you see me out at events, I'm always sampling the food. Because yeah. in my heart, like like I said, that was my first career. And now that I'm, uh, it's almost older, I hate to say, I feel like I'm coming back full circle and I'm getting interested again in food. But this time it's food infused mixed with yeah. cannabis how do we bring the so, cannabis experience into so what food? got me doing the whole cannabis thing was, yeah i want to hear the transition from corporate to cannabis during the, during the pandemic i was the only one paying bills in my household and there was 11 people here it was a full house you're kidding yeah and all locked down i had i had my kids my foster kids my kids friends and the boyfriend that I had. Oh, that'll the- drive you nuts. You had to have a lot of weed. I literally, like, I started infusing things to I get just... through the days. Because <laughs> you can't smoke. You don't want everyone to anybody. smell it, right? Oh, no, right, I don't want everyone to smell me smoking, but I can eat like, it. They're like, yo, make me some. Right. I'll pay you. That's and a really like, real oh, answer oh. right there, though, you know? Like, real that answer. Was- that was a time, and I only had two at home with me. That bro. is what got me through the pandemic. Sure, using my food, I would wake up and make donuts, infused <laughs> glaze, right? Yeah, I how to make video tacos. I was cooking like crazy because that's what made me happy during that time. Right, and it better made everyone else happy. Like, somebody was like, "I'll pay you to make me food." You keep posting all these pictures. I want some. (laughs) So So idea, right? Idea in the head, right? So I started. I started catering for people, Mm -hmm. like, and you know, they're all locked down, right? Their house, and I'd make them food. We'd make sure we had a, a negative COVID test, and I'd show up and and cook for them. Wow. I see you turned a negative experience of the pandemic into something positive, into a business, no less. 
yeah. So, and then like once the pandemic started to go, you know, decline and, and it wasn't, you know, we were kind of getting back to regular, um, Dean Tudeme and, uh, mm. Aaron and Aaron Doolittle mm. were like, Hey, we're doing this show at the, at the mansion. You want to come and, and hang out with us? And I was like, sure. It sounds fun. Was, so we're there and I'm like, there's no food here. There's edibles, but there's no food here. Ooh. So I tell Aaron, what if I do hot food? She goes, that sounds good. Right. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'll do like tacos or something or Spanish food. So the first couple times, you know, I showed up with the little uh, the chafing dishes, the, the little wire rack ones with the burners underneath. Yeah. Mm. And um, as I progressed, I started to actually buy equipment. <laughs> now right. I have well, a little by little. Everybody. everybody knows I have the steam table and a grill now. <laughs> that yes. I show yeah, you got the whole deal. But yeah, sometimes I come and I make mac and cheese bowls with like pulled pork or pulled chicken. Yeah. Sometimes I make tacos. <laughs> you know, it just depends Your on tacos. what tacos are so good. I, I like at this point I'm just spoiled. I I like, they were life changing. I learned how to make my tacos when I lived in Arizona. Of course. Oh, what a good that's a good spot. Community. They got good tacos out there. I was a Puerto Rican in a Mexican community. Oh, nice. And I love Mexican food. So I was like, okay, teach me. <laughs> I got the carnitas tacos from you and they were so yeah, good. <laughs> Listen, I learned how to make carnitas from a little Mexican grandma. Okay, she's like 88. And she was like, hey, mommy, let me teach you. I show you. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) They were incredible. Absolutely. And she was like, listen, don't be afraid of lard. (laughs) That was the first thing she said. You know, people don't get it. Lard is healthier. Then the oils. Because those carnitas are cooked in lard. <laughs> They're much healthier. Well, they were very good. <laughs> if people knew the truth, lard and butter are healthier than those damn yeah. oils mm-hmm. because those oils are processed and oxidated and all kinds of crap. You're she better off me. using what we use, like I said in the past. Don't run from it. Don't run from it. Because I was and like, Lord, oh no. <laughs> she was like, she was like, mommy, just try you it. Can't. <laughs> you have to use it. You're right. It's listen, Puerto Rican and Mexican. When cooking. I took that first bite, I was oh, so sold. <laughs> now you can infuse lard. Yeah, you it's can. It's a fat. You could so, literally infuse lard if you wanted to really take it to the next level. So after a couple shows that I did with Aaron and them, you know, people were like, well, can you infuse my food? And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like, so I like started bringing butter with me or oil with me, you know, to infuse it on the table. And, <laughs> and it was a hit. Like, people, like, really loved it. So then, like, people were like, hey, do you, ha- do, you do house parties? And I was like, yeah, I could infuse anything. I can even do like a whole like full like five, six course menu and do CBD and THC so yes. that we keep you on that. Nice blend. On yeah, the nice. really that. So that's what I do. Yay. <laughs> I give what they want. <laughs> I love these are private it. private parties, you know, so it's totally kosher. Mm-hmm. They're doing private yeah. events. It's and private that's great. Events. 
you know, it keeps me kind of off the radar, but on the radar at the same time. Yeah, because it's private. I mean, we that's a private the word. That's it's exactly it. You know, people are doing like private house parties, like you said. I am, to, I am trying to get my social equity application. Good. Through. Yes. You see, this is the thing. Because I, I think... do want a brick and mortar. Right. This is and the I want thing... to be able to have infused and uninfused foods in that brick and mortar. Right. So, yeah. I think Which it's important that people understand this, that it's great to test your products, get your business going on this private level. Yep. Your goal it needs is. to be to take it to the next level out to the public. Like, and yes, it costs it, money. It's a pain in the ass. But you know, Every time I make a new recipe, I write it down. I have a right. book that I write them down. And... And, you know, certain ones I'll type next to it, you know, restaurant. Yeah. Because these are things that I want to use for my restaurant. restaurant. So you have a vision. I'm always coming up with different flavors and different combinations, like like the gingerbread cheesecake. That just came to me like an hour that's before. That's the one that got me. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, that's what, oh, oh my god, yes. on the bottom as a crust instead of like making crust. <laughs> oh my god, it was so good. Yeah. I had it at the Christmas party, and I'll tell you by the end of that, I didn't know how strong it was going to be. You know, it was just delicious. And that's why I, when you eat something them, delicious, I'm like, listen, eat like a third of it. <laughs> don't go all in right away, <laughs> you don't know what it's going to do to you. I was going on instinct, and I ate half of it. You were like, mm, this is so good. Well, somebody had given me half. They said, oh, here, yeah. you take the other half. And I'm like, sure. And I ate the whole thing. And I'm, oh, by the end of the party, I was feeling good. Or feeling Last good. Thing I did at a, a warehouse, Ian was like, I need some more of that cheesecake. I was like, I got fruity pebbles or I got chocolate. What you want? <laughs> exactly. And, and I see, you know, these are great. You had them in little package. So they are individual or not individual. Split them in half with your friend or your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your yeah. significant other. That's a great little treat, dessert <laughs> after your meal. I loved your drinks. Um, you know, so yeah, you started, I guess. So you went from just doing so catering to packaging first, food, right? That was the first time that I had made like drinks to take with me to an event. Ah, so I was like, okay, what can I do? This going to make me my Christmas money. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Well, you got to think that way. We're, we're look, we're, 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 we're not a charity. Christmas was not going to happen this year. And then when Canada, Connecticut was like, hey, you want to come make tacos for us? I was like, yes. <laughs> nice. Nice. Because nice. I love well, that. Good. I had a conversation with my son. Like, I don't know how Christmas is going to be, baby. I haven't been making that much cash. <laughs> See how and the universe like, took care of you. <laughs> All right. I love that. Because I know I saw you not too late in the evening. And like, you were like, yeah, like, I don't know if it was me or whoever was before yeah. or after me, but you were like, covered my expenses with this one. So, yeah. so like you were like, yeah. everyone freaking loved you. And as they should, because your food that was banging. Was, and as people were coming out. That night was one of my best of event nights that I've yes. had here in Connecticut. So I was like really happy, you know. So, and I just love our community. Uh, our community is amazing. We have some really wonderful people. Don't we? And we're all so supportive of each other. 
love yes. that. And I love the fact that there's little hubs around the, the state with all yeah. different people there, but we all end up coming oh, together at certain times. I've been welcomed to so many yeah. in the community. Like, um, you know how some people have like beef with other people? Like yeah. everybody <laughs> I don't get it. You're staying like above the right. I'm like, awesome. I'm gonna stay in the neutral zone. You just show up, do your thing, smile, thing and bounce. happy, make people happy. I'll see you next time. That's how I like to do it. I you walk know? in and I'm like, hey, the food's here. And everybody's I like, will vend at anyone's event. We got some great stuff. It's not, you know, most of it is nice, cool paraphernalia and stuff but we yeah. like to be out there with the people you know mm -hmm. I, and, and i'll go to any event i don't care i don't have any beef with anyone long and as it's, it's funny because the community aaron actually introduced me to all the seats canna warriors <laughs> and, and she introduced me to everybody at high bazaar like my first high bazaar was a halloween i went to oh, high nice. bazaar with them. um aaron and dean were like hey we need an extra hand this is a big event this time uh, can you come with us? And I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. Listen, I had never taken a dab until that day. Wow, right. I oh, that. that was a good day then, huh? I was dressed like a dominatrix <laughs> bunny. I had on a leather bunny mask. Oh, and I'm boy. walking around High Bazaar. I pretty much felt like I was floating through High Bazaar. And I was there <laughs> with my little phone on my little live stream talking about, y'all gotta come to this. <laughs> oh, Telling so my funny. friends on my live stream that Hey guys, because I live stream on um on a couple different platforms. And yeah, I was I was on there telling all my people, I was like, hey, you gotta come to this. It's this market, it's wonderful, it's outside, it's the summertime, it's beautiful out here. Look at all the food and the people. And I had I had my first OB's garden that day and my first uh, dad from dad and dad. <laughs> oh, so yeah, you're with the OGs. Good. Good. Yeah. And, you know, to me, I went to the early high bazaars because, as you know, and maybe, you know, I yeah. lived in Puerto Rico once legalization and the pandemic hit. Once legalization yeah. went through, I moved to Puerto Rico for three years, but I came back for one of the early high bazaars. And man, that vibe just yeah, really awesome. tired awesome. Like, me. The whole, the whole vibe was amazing. That's how it should always and be. Everybody was so welcoming. The world should be that way, you know, and unfortunately things took a turn for the worse, you know, but now, you know, we've gotten a lot of heat from the state, you know, different things happen. We have to Thank jump around. Us. We will survive. Go backwards, even though they went forward. But you know what? We just got to, as people, just keep pushing forward. And again, how long have we been around before we've been doing legalization, this. before exactly. social media? before even anything we, we know how to do it and like i said sometimes you yeah. got to go backwards to move forward and that's it and you know i hate to play the game of cat and mouse with the state i wish they would just free the plant completely but you know where do we live connecticut but let's and talk a little bit yeah go ahead i will say some other thing like i had stopped smoking weed for a really long time um I was I was like a pothead from like 16 to like 25 and then I stopped smoking. And but I used to like infuse my food back then. Yeah. And brownies, like, right? 
for myself. Nah, not even like I used to like make like pasta and shit like that. Oh, you nice. were way ahead of your time, girl. <laughs> the rest of us back are, like, in the day, all I used to do was throw some ground oh, like, wheat. We We'd have like Super Bowl parties and stuff, and I would infuse the stuff because we were all potheads. Uh, but it's fancy, it's fancy. So, I I have medical problems that had me on opioids I'm for pain okay. management, and I didn't like how it made me feel. I didn't like how I was living on those opioids. I, I didn't enjoy it at all. All I did was sleep all day. Yeah, sure. And and. It didn't even help with the pain, really. It just put me out. So I stopped and I started back plant medicine. And that was what got me back into the whole marijuana field and THC because I could not take the pain levels that I was under. And taking opioids at all times was really putting a a damper on me, on my family, on my kids. Like I couldn't play with my kids. It's horrible supposed to be helping you how's it helping and i hated it so i told my doctor i was like i'm not taking this stuff anymore i'm going to be a cannabis patient because i'm not i'm not doing this salute salute now that is a success story that warms my heart and i thank you for saying that a lot of people think that we're going into these parties to get high and la 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 no we're going here because it's medicine we're healing for me, it was a medical journey. Like I, yeah, this plant has saved my life. Me too, and I'm I sure Kristen will attest to that. I was a zombie. I was asleep all the time. If I wasn't asleep, I was just like, mm. right. And so I'd almost rather be in pain. Is. Yeah. So, yeah. how long did it take you to transition? Um. I went cold turkey and I got really sick cold turkey. But you made it through. But I made it through. With the cannabis. Yeah. And and started just started smoking again and uh making myself little drinks and stuff. Like I would infuse my tea and I would, you know, fuse my hot cocoa and then I started putting it in juice. <laughs> People don't understand whenever, that. Whenever, yeah. Yeah. How much, how good the cannabinoids are. And, you know, you don't even really, I mean, they're small doses. You don't get that high, but you're constantly yeah. infusing your it's system with these cannabinoids. Yep. And, you know, it's better it's than just smoking. Chronic. You're infusing it into your system, yeah. you know? Um, and that's a beautiful thing. For myself. And, yeah, I might actually start selling those too. Because everybody's always asking me for them. <laughs> What's that? So, Say that again. I make sugar scrubs. Sugar scrubs oh, yeah. for your skin. And like massage okay. oils. Yes. Mm, yeah. Sounds like a plan. Now, let me ask you about your infusion. Um, Obviously, you you started at home. Are you doing whole plant or, or how do you infuse uh, your actual butters and stuff? <laughs> um, Whole plant. Yeah. Whole plant. I, I, okay. decarb I, I go through, I do a pressure cooker method, like the oh, old school pressure cooker to method. To decarb or to make Love the butter? That. No, I decarb and then for the butter. Once it's decarbed, I put it in a jar, put the butter in, and and I use I use that very high fat butter, the Amish butter. I get yeah, those good. That's what Amish you want. Oh, I really like that. That's what I use. That's okay. That's what I use for my butters. Um, if I do avocado oil, I actually um, 
I'm actually making the avocado oil myself a lot of times. Okay. You know, you then you know the the yeah. importance of having the oil be fresh, right? Yeah. Have it be fresh. And do you cold infuse it or do you warm infuse it? I cold infuse it. Okay, so yeah. you know. So I'm going to endorse your product <laughs> because you make your own. You just passed the no, test, No, no, this is life. This is how it used to be. You make your own avocado oil. You cold infuse it. You're not changing the temperature. You bottle it right away. And I guarantee you that you keep it temperature controlled until yep. you actually use it or sell it. And small batch, right? Yeah. Small, small batches, not big. Very smart, Jay. That is the and way to make the body oil. Butter, I get actual like um, mango butter and shea butter. I get it like organic shipped to me and I whip it myself. See, so, that's what yeah. I'm talking about for products. Besides yeah. the food, you make really good nice. products for I the have, skin. I have three kitchen aids that are always working. <laughs> so wow. Wow, Jay. And you, I got two of them at Savers for like $13 each. <laughs> I was saying that earlier. I, I, I'm going I to Goodwill, that. Savers. Thank yes. you for, I need to get a couple oh, of things. If you ever come across a Le Creuset. Okay, like I'll check it Dutch out. All those pots. Listen, okay. those Le Creusets have a lifetime warranty. It doesn't matter if you bought them resale. If anything happens to that Le Creuset and it gets damaged, you call Le Creuset up and they will send you a brand new pot if they do not like make that anymore. Oh, wow. So used ones. Tips from Jade. Check Find tips from Jade. Yes. They will yeah. send you Le Creuset's and you'll have two Le Creuset's after that. Right, that is a solid life hack so right there. Ones. <laughs> I like that life hack. That is a that good is, one. Is, I've got now you're going to have like half of Connecticut out there like trying to thrift Le Creuset pots <laughs> and duck ovens. Yes. <laughs> like yeah. an no, but I'm interest. telling you. That's uh, that's a good tip for chefs. Those are the best to cook in. <laughs> go look if you look at Target even and compare. Go to a Goodwill or a Savers or a rummage sale at the church. I'm telling you, the age too. You get a cast iron that's I been still aged. Get cast irons that are yeah. You know, why buy brand new? It's aged. I clean them. I season them. Yes. <laughs> I grab my little. I grab my yeah. little drill. And I put the little scrubber on it and zzzz, yeah. real cool. yeah. clean it real good and then reseason it. Recycle yep. it. Don't let it end up in the trash bin. Come I on. I found some really great cast irons last summer at a at a yard sale. Yeah, no, I've been looking. I picked up a couple great things over at Goodwill. The other day. Like I'm going tonight. Is that I mean, one in people, Massachusetts, Brimfield, I think. That's like huge. That's a great one for y'all to nice. check out. If you... Yeah, man. I mean, why not? Let's recycle. Then we'll have less trash on the planet. Right? I love recycling. We got to think globally. We got to think of our planet as I'm us. definitely a thrifter and upcycler. Me too. I bought clothes at thrift store, everything. Yeah. I love it. I turned my it. kids on to being thrifters too. My daughters <laughs> love thrifting. <laughs> yeah. It's important to recycle. I it, really is. it really, it really is. Really is. You mentioned that earlier. I was like, <laughs> so we got about two minutes left, Jade. We've had a great conversation. Let's tell people to go over the events. First of all, you're going to be at 
Because I want um, people, if they can get your stuff now, let's get right it. Right now, um, I only have the 10th at Holness House. Oh, um, you're not doing 860? I'm not doing 860. They didn't invite me. Um, they've got Chef Coop going for those. Okay. But I am planning some stuff for next month and the months after that I'm doing myself with a couple of young ladies that I met in the industry. Um, right now, we're dealing with a little bit of a... Uh, he man woman hater club that are kind of oh, well. cutting out. So uh so then you have to go to the people who support women, you know, just exactly. go to your supporters and get rid of the, the riff raff. And yeah. you know you got supporters here. So now <laughs> that we know that when we're promoting events where there could be food that it's appropriate. I know that Jay Jordan is going to be on the top of the list. And I'm envisioning, as you were talking, a giant food extravaganza this summer. I will be playing. A bunch of infused chefs, like food trucks almost. I would like to do a uh, infused, like, seven-course meal. Okay. Let's talk. I'm, you know, I'm all about that. And I know Kristen I is, would. too. I want to do a nice gourmet meal. I've bumped and, Jade a bunch for food advice at this point. I'm like, what's that thing that I want to eat? <laughs> and I so, was like, <laughs> and she was like, yeah, that thing. <laughs> so, so they can find you this Saturday find. at Wholeness House. They can find me at Wholeness House this how, Saturday. How can um, they, they can, book you? They can contact me through my Instagram, which is Jaded Cakes and Catering. With underscores. Yes, with underscores in between each word on Jaded Cakes and Catering. You could also get me on Facebook, which is Jay Jordan. Um, I'm on there. You'll see the little cannabis chef with her little. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. I saw it. My sister actually made my logo, which I thought was adorable. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's basically, you know, just hit me up. Yeah, you know, and, and private parties, me. events. My phone number catering. is on my <laughs> Yeah, we don't want to give it out on the air, but it's on there. Give her a call. She's all up there. We've got a lot of great things. Valentines are coming. If you want some infused chocolates, I'm sure she could hook you and up. Next weekend, I am going to have these great little baskets for Valentine's Day. Ah, good to know. I'll be picking one up. And I'm going to be setting up some, uh, some edible baskets, arrangements with flowers. So, yeah. All right. All right. Very good. I think I'm getting the word to get off the air. So you can reach Jade at Jaded Cakes and Catering. Come see her and me this weekend over at the Wholeness House. I'm looking forward to having her food and a coquito without rum. Waiting for me. Yes, she makes great coquito. And we're going to talk about Puerto Rican food because it's time to bring that to Connecticut. There's a lot of Puerto Ricans here who would enjoy some infused food. Uh, and you know, having lived on that island, I know they make some great stuff. Oh, yeah. So, Jade, thank, thank you so much for thank coming you so on. Much for having we me, appreciate guys. it. It was a great appreciate chat, great getting to know you more. Kristen, do you have any last words for the audience? No, just have a great week, everyone. We'll be back. And Jade, it was awesome seeing you. All right, classic Kristen on Instagram. You can find me at Joe the Weed Guy. Or at Greenhaven Media or at Cannabis Corner Radio. I'm all over the place. I'll see you this week at the Vernon Learn Center and at 
Bush and Cauldrons on Saturday night. I'm looking forward to kissing kissing baby, shaking hands. I'd love to see the people come visit me. I'll give you a free gift. See you next week. I love ya. I was gonna go to class before I got high. Come on, y'all. Check it out. Uh, I could have cheated and I could have passed, but I got high. I'm taking it next semester and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, hey, cause I got high. Because I got high.